1: From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program celebrating its 1,211th episode. This is the big 1,211th episode spectacular. You've is. You've been waiting for it. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, are we on all those things? We are. Or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there making us sound good, She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle.
0: Howdy, friends. How are you? I am quite well. How okay. are you?
1: I'm just sensational. Just sensational.
0: It is the spectacular today.
1: It's a bit fantastic. Uh, today is Thursday, July 29th, 2021. 119 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... Who's this?
0: I don't know, but you told me this morning that you skipped over the best six man of all time. I forgot. In Sorry. Manu Ginobili. It was yesterday. Oh, today is the birthday of Happy birthday. Today is the birthday Sorry of, we missed it.
1: Today's the birthday of Will Wheaton. Happy birthday to <laughs> Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Happy birthday Will Wheaton. Uh, formerly of Star Trek. Next Generation. Uh, on today's show guys. Whip. Um, it's today in football freakouts. We've got two things for people to freak out about. One that we've been talking about it for a while, and a new yeah. one that just came across our desk yesterday. <laughs> we'll talk about today in football freakouts. Uh, back out of the show, we will be joined by West Orange Stark coach Cornell Thompson to talk a little bit about those Mustangs uh, of his. We caught up with him at THSCA Coaching School Convention. We will round it all out. we got a couple of interns who are closing out their internship. And so, as usual,
0: we're throwing them in the hot
1: seat. We have, the, uh, we have our uh, exit interview. We have an extra interview with uh, these two nerds, and so we will have them in uh, in Nerd. a little bit, talking and talking about their experience here, interning with Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and why I am their favorite member of the Dave Campbell's Texas it's Football staff.
0: Hardcore so, false.
1: Uh, do we have first four through the door?
0: We sure do. Um, Daniel Agnew, Rob Hadaway, Meese, and Alan Shepard, and I guess we'll throw out um an honorable mention spot here because she's going to be. So, I'm upset that she's watching right now on vacation, Malpal, but she's going to be so upset what? that she missed it by one.
1: Mallory, what are you doing? You're on vacation. <laughs> Leave.
0: You get enough I didn't of watch, our nonsense. I didn't watch
1: you guys when I was on vacation.
0: I didn't even think about watching right. y'all on vacation. <laughs> right.
1: This is, you know, there's an order of things here. So, let's get into a couple of things. Pickle, I'll let you choose. Do you want to do uh, the latest uh, in how the Big 12 turns? Yeah. Or do you want to do the other one?
0: Has everyone wants us to talk about the other one first. So, we'll make so let's make it. them wait. We'll make them wait for it. <laughs> All right.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the latest in the Big 12 drama. Um, and there are um, – there's a lot of uh, – look, there's a lot going on here. And it's been a it's – it's a constantly changing um, dynamic here. Here's the newest twist. In everything, um, well, there's two twists, I guess. So one thing for uh, one thing that when the uh, uh, initial announcement came out that the big that the SEC and uh, was looking to add uh, Texas and Oklahoma or Texas and Oklahoma were looking to join the SEC, however mutual you want to consider the, those negotiations were, um, there was a large thought about like, well, boy, can A&M put together a block and 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 keep them out. Uh, there was a large talk because there were a lot of A and fans who were mad. A lot of A and fans did not want Texas back oh, in, big in the conference for uh, any number of reasons. Uh, any <laughs> yeah, number. Pick, of
0: reasons. Spin the wheel and pick one. Right, pick it, one. it's on there. They did
1: not want them in the conference. A lot of fans. I think it's very important to recognize the difference between fans and administrators, though, mm-hmm. because fans deal with emotions. Yep. But in the end, what you've got to remember is that the people in charge of college football programs. They are money people making money decisions. They
0: speak they are, dollar signs. They
1: are business people who are doing the business. And so the Texas a and Board of Regents, I believe, met last night. Yes, they did. They immediately went into executive session. Travis Brown said there were cookies. Uh, and they said the last time they that had cook- is
0: the most important update that we have Travis for you. Sprout there said, were, in fact, Travis Brown, our cookies.
1: buddy at the at the Bryan College Station Eagle, uh, <laughs> said that there were um, there were cookies. He said the last time there were cookies at a Board of Regents meeting was uh, when Jimbo Fisher was hired, so notable Board of Regents meeting. And they come out, and A and M says, you know what, we're going to vote yes. We want Texas and Oklahoma in there because, yep. and again,
0: Bella Sun. it's.
1: A money decision. These are business people making business decisions. Texas is making a business decision to move to the SEC. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma is making a business decision to move to the SEC. Texas A and M is making a business decision to not block them. Furthermore, I will just say this: even if they wanted to, I don't think they would have the votes. They would need four teams, uh, four. I'm sorry, three other teams besides themselves to say no. And it's starting to sound like it's going to be unanimous. Yeah,
0: the extending the the invite was basically 13 and one. The I mean, that's, that's what everybody so, thought it was going to be. Yeah.
1: So, um, it's going to be 14. it's going to be unanimous. And, Texas will join the SEC. It's just a matter. of Texas and, and Oklahoma will join the SEC. It's a matter of when. So now we get to the matter of when. And we get to the drama involving television networks. Because, you know, it's, it's funny. We've been talking a lot about how this is, all has to do with TV revenue, which is what realignment is about. It's mm-hmm. about TV revenue. It's not about whether or not A&M can beat Oklahoma. It's not about whether or not Texas can beat Florida. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with television revenue. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday... Um, Bob Bowlsby.
0: Quite a name on that guy.
1: Bob Bowlsby, the, um, let's say rather bumbling commissioner of the Big 12. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair to say. I'm probably editorializing a little bit, but I don't know if there's anybody who's necessarily going to agree with me. This is a guy who came out at Big 12 Media Days and said, I don't think there's an appetite for realignment, as his two biggest schools are looking to leave. Yes. Um... He, Yahoo Sports yesterday first reported that the Big 12 has sent a cease and desist letter to ESPN.
0: A hey guys, be nice letter. Essentially,
1: I'm reading directly from Pete Thamel's story on Yahoo, on Yahoo.com. Essentially demanding the television network stop plotting to sabotage and cannibalize the league, Commissioner Bob Bowlesby accused ESPN of attempting to harm the league for ESPN's financial benefits. From there, Bowlesby did a series of media interviews where he accused ESPN of plotting with another league, later to be revealed as the American Athletic Conference of attempting to kill off the Big 12. Essentially, Bowlesby said he found evidence that ESPN had been providing incentives to to a league to lure the Big 12 leftovers away after Texas and Oklahoma bolted without warning, end quote, from Pete Thamel's story. Functionally, what they're saying is that ESPN is pulling the strings behind the scenes to make this happen. We can talk about why... They are. We were talking a little bit about how there's a, a massive buyout to get out of the conference early, mm-hmm. but if the Big Twelve dissolves, then then no you don't buyout. have to pay anything. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's a big part of it. Look, um, this is this is the that's tea. A, this yeah. is <laughs> juicy, and. I also think that it is not necessarily like I don't think Bob Bowlesby is a very good Big Twelve commissioner. Mm-hmm. That's a hot take, but I also think he probably has a point here. I think that because look, look, we all we've talked about is Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you're talking about these things, they have television partners. Yep. Okay, and ESPN has just signed a. Th- a a deal starting in 2024 Mm -hmm. that will be basically the exclusive rights holder of the sec so it would behoove espn to have a bigger uh and more substantial like conference Mm -hmm. a more valuable conference for the deal that they've signed
0: and it's one of those things if you're about to fall to your doom and you're trying to hold on to one last rock before you fall it's not a bad one to go after like and here's the thing (laughs) I
1: think Bob bowlesby has got a point. Yeah. Because I th- like I think it's easy to see how the big tw- how the ESPN is likely pulling strings behind the scenes to get the Big 12 to break up so that they can get Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC sooner and without any sort of ramifications there it is also worth mentioning that espn has the rights to the aac yep and by the way they have the rights to the big 12
0: yeah okay even if it's not happening it's a narrative that is super easy to bite on absolutely it 100%. is attractive and appealing for people to want to sip that tea so how do i how do i view it
1: i think there's at least a kernel of truth in it i think that's fair yes. to say um which is
0: how business works in but the but in the end <laughs>
1: I mean, this is uh, – you're talking like hostile takeover type stuff. Yeah. And here's the thing. Again, I just go back to it. These are business people making business decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, what Bowlesby is saying is that he sent the letter to the, uh, to, to the ESPN saying cease and desist with this nonsense mm-hmm. because they have a contract. Yep. And the Big 12 or Bob Bowlesby or whatever ends up being left of the Big 12 if this comes to pass would certainly have at least some ground to stand on and some legal recourse. His
0: name is at the bottom of the sheet. Yeah. Signed in cursive somewhere.
1: And so so as a result, he's saying, hey, y'all need to knock it off or we will get lawyers involved. Mm -hmm. And so this is going to get messy. This oh, is yeah. going
0: to get real messy. As your How, eyes light up with joy. <laughs> they're, look, oh, it's, 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 Don't it's, tell it's, me that you're not drama. enjoying this a little bit. I like drama. I Drama's too. fun. Yeah. I mean, it
1: doesn't impact me, and it doesn't impact you, the fan. Mm-mm. It has to do with these two businesses. That's what they are. This is businesses fighting. This
0: is Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> this is
1: businesses fighting. I'll, yeah, except for the fact that you know, there's not, they're not going to knock down buildings or anything.
0: But if they did, it would be a lot cooler.
1: Um, what I'm saying is... <laughs> This has nothing to do with the fans. Mm-mm. This is two businesses fighting. Yeah. And so there's no real reason to get emotionally invested in this. I understand mm-hmm. that, like, football brings out the feelings in everybody. right? But Grab, no your, reason, park, popcorn grab your popcorn and watch from the and let bird's it eye view, yeah. I mean, unless you are cashing checks from ESPN or unless you're cashing checks from the Big 12 or unless you're cashing checks from the SEC, who cares? enjoy the show yeah. because it's just going to be, that's what it's going to be. And, 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 you know, look, I think it's, I think it's going to get messier because if mm-hmm. Bolsby's right and he has evidence of this, things are going to get very hairy yes. in a hurry. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know where the things are going. I don't know if the Pac-12 is interested in, in Tech or TCU or Baylor, any of these teams. I don't know, but you know the AAC certainly does seem like a, a reasonable landing spot for at least mm-hmm. some of those Big supposedly
0: 12 teams. the Pac-12 met the other day and they didn't express any open interest into any of those teams. So that yeah. again makes it even dicier. But they're not.
1: I mean, at the same time, they're not going to. No, like they're not going to come out absolutely and say those not teams and be like,
0: hey, we're looking to expand. You yep. know,
1: they're gonna they're gonna play these things close yeah. to the chest. And just they're like,
0: going to wait to see what the fallout happens there. Just. Just like Texas,
1: Oklahoma, and the SEC did. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Okay. So, that's one football freakout. <laughs> Let's talk about the other football freakout that has everybody yeah, kind of going nuts.
0: on over to the high school ranks.
1: <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, uh, if you perhaps have have heard his name, he is the quarterback for the South Lake Carroll Dragons. Mm-hmm. He is considered by many to be the number one quarterback in the another na- number, number one player in the nation, and mm-hmm. maybe the number one, at least the number one quarterback in the nation. Uh, I haven't checked and seen if he's number one player in the nation, but he's at least very, very close. He is a super duper elite blue chip prospect. committed to Ohio State. Report comes out yesterday from I believe Pete Thamel too. Boy, big Pete Thamel story.
0: Yeah, today. his Twitter was big, probably big on Thamel fire yesterday. yesterday.
1: Um, there is uh, he is there is a report out from Pete Thamel that Quinn Ewers is considering not playing for South Lake Carroll in twenty twenty one. And instead, graduating early, as in like tomorrow, as in like as ASAP, like taking like before taking, the third, before yes, before the third, enrolling at Ohio State and being on the Ohio State team in twenty twenty one. A large part of this is the idea of um, that there are reportedly seven figure NIL offers mm-hmm. uh, from him. To go and and that he can cash in on when he gets to Ohio State, mm-hmm. because so NIL na- name, image, and likeness, which re- recently was uh, was uh, uh, basically the idea that college football players can can uh, profit off of their name, image, and likeness. The first kind of crack in the the farce of amateurism. They uh, th- that is not available to Texans. Texas high school football players. Yes. There is a law that Texas Texas passed their own NIL law before Mm -hmm. the NCAA, and it specifically prohibits Texas high school football players from from uh, profiting off of their name, image, and likeness.
0: And I think that that's something to really focus on for two seconds is the fact that this is not a UIL thing. No. The UIL, their this, hands are tied. At coaching this. school, they had said they're open to discussions about it, but they can't do anything until it is put into law with the state legislature. This is a
1: legislature thing. This, so, I know they're both in Austin, but this yeah. is the state legislature. This is actual not Texas as a on, state. Yeah, <laughs> now what's going on at Mainor, on Main Just okay. wanted to hype Let's on that real fast. do with, the, fast. Yeah, with, with them. And so this obviously is causing a lot of people to freak out for a number of reasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's start with the bigger picture, which is the freak out of, oh my gosh, is this the end of Texas high school football? Is everybody going to do this? Mm-hmm. The answer, of course, is always no. No. It's not. Everybody chill. Okay. Um, Quinn Ewers is, is in a very specifically strange situation. Yes. One... He's like a super elite blue chip prospect. Okay, there's only a couple of those. Okay, two. He plays a very valuable position. Mm-hmm. He plays quarterback, and as a result, that is. Uh, this is just the facts of the matter. If he were a five star punter, uh huh, he wouldn't be. We wouldn't be having this
0: conversation. At Big Twelve Media Days, one of the offensive linemen got asked about nil, and he was like. I don't know. That's don't a know. quarterback receiver running right. back thing. You he is know? not
1: like he plays a star <laughs> position. If yeah. they were, even if they were like an offensive guard or like Ed Oliver, Oliver. the defensive yep. lineman who was a super freak. I don't think he would have these t- same times same type of situation. Mm-mm. So there's that. And thirdly, everyone's saying that he's considering opting out of the of the season and I think that that kind of draws comparisons to what Jaden Blue is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a huge difference there. And here's the huge difference. For Jaden Blue, he from what I understand, I don't know his academic background. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, he can't graduate like right now. No. Like he has more he has a senior year of classes. Yes. Like every other pretty normal Texas high school football Texas Texas student. Yes. They have a senior <laughs> year of classes that they have to fulfill in order to be eligible to graduate. Quinn Ewers, from what we understand. Has basically one class that he has, um, uh, one class that he an has English to finish. Class it's an left. English class. He has one class that he has to finish, and that would be, um, yeah, uh, I'll read from Pete Thamel's piece. Mm-hmm. Yours is in position academically where he could take one core English class online, graduate from high school early, and enroll and be eligible at Ohio State for the 2021 season. That is a huge difference from I think what people are freaking out about yeah you have to be enrolled in college in order to be able to benefit off your Nil mm-hmm. and as a result, Quinn Ewers for some reason is 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 avail like he's he's far enough ahead in his classes that he can take yeah. this class, be done and basically graduate in 3 years.
0: Yeah, the the family said in that piece that mm. he could that he could be done by August 2nd, yes. which is the day before training camp starts, which technically he could then be enrolled in college right. courses. And so as a result,
1: that I think is is so different. So so for everybody who's freaking out about, oh my gosh, uh, is every Texas high school football player or every good one going to start opting out to take these NIL deals, mm-hmm. this is a very specific set of circumstances that I don't think is necessarily going to be you know, widespread for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, is this never going to happen again? I think that would be naive to think that. Mm-hmm. Could we see a dozen players do this next year? Maybe. Yeah. That's entirely possible. Yes. But- we're talking about guys who are, like, there's a very specific set of circumstances, mm-hmm. and I don't think what you're going to see is suddenly 500 Texas high school football players say, I'm not playing my senior year right. or anything like that. So, no,
0: and that's the other thing is, you can't, this isn't a decision that you can just wake up one day and say, oh, you know what, right. I'm going to enroll in 17 courses over the summer. And the other thing is, too, small schools, they don't offer that. No. Like, this is a one. This is a big school one-time thing.
1: No, so everybody's freaking out from that perspective. I don't think this is the end of Texas high school football as we know it. Per usual, that's my usual thought. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm just the anti Chicken Little or whatever. But yeah. we'll get there.
0: This guy is not Here, falling. <laughs>
1: here's the other part of it. So here's the other part of it. I think it's reasonable for people to think what what kind of impact would this have on the Texas high school football season in 2021? Perhaps you've seen that. Perhaps you've seen that. We have South Lake Carroll ranked number three in our rankings mm-hmm. in the twenty twenty one summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football available now at TextFootball.com slash subscribe or at your local store. Perhaps you've seen that. What happens if they don't have Quinn Yours? I'm I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Go ahead and shock the world that Southlake Carroll would... Uh...
1: I think that losing the maybe the best player in the country would be bad for Southlake Carroll.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a hot take.
1: Now, that said, they are a lot more than just Quinn Ewers. They have an outstanding receiver core. They have a great offensive line. From what I understand, the quarterback room is pretty loaded. They've got guys that I think could step up and, and, and play well. Maybe not up to the super elite blue chip level of Quinn Ewers. Here is why... Here's my initial take on the matter. My initial take would be, because they are in Region 1 of 6A, mm-hmm. and because they are, we presently, they could go Division 1 or Division 2, we presently project them to go to the Division 1 bracket. Yes. There are enough good teams that I would remove the team to beat phrase from or like yes. t- label from them and put them instead in a group of contenders Yes, with teams like Arlington Martin, mm-hmm. with teams like Euless
0: Trinity, things like that.
1: That is, that is basically them going from they're the favorite to they are in a in group mix. of favorites
0: Yeah. Of the three or four that very well could in that regional. That's final.
1: my initial read. Now that said, Riley Dodge knows one or two things about quarterbacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he knows one or two things about getting guys ready to, to play. I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff without Quinn Ewers. I think that's a little bit silly. But does that make Region 1 a little bit more interesting and maybe a little bit more wide open? Yeah, yeah I think that, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, so yeah, basically what I'm saying is like from a big picture perspective, the sky is not falling. Mm-mm. And even if you're a South Lake Carroll fan, I don't think the sky is falling. I think that there's, you know, first of all, we don't know if he's going to go. We just say he's considering it.
0: Yeah, you're a perennial factory. They're, like, they're, well, well,
1: we're fine. just saying that they're considering it. But... What we will see is I think a Texas high school football region one in six A that may look a little bit different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's that's where I'm at on it. So there's today in football free counts. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, Talking Football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's, Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. You get two magazines and years' worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including uh, a season's worth of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast um what else is online pickle give me another thing
0: um powers a lot of a lot of powers a lot of
1: recruiting stuff if you like recruiting a lot stuff, of recruiting stuff there's, there's a lot, lot of yeah subscriber recruiting stuff up now it's good stuff texasfootball.com subscribe makes a great gift for the person in your life who celebrates um going back to school holiday in, insert fo- holiday here. Texas fo- Yeah, let's <laughs> edit this in post. And okay. Put the okay. So, got it. Uh, you know. I'll uh, Who celebrates? I don't know the summer solstice. Texas. There's some Canada
0: holiday coming up. That's, that's Like not, Monday. That's not a real place. Okay. No, you're right.
1: Um, pickle while we were in San Antonio last week, we were uh, had a variety of big time guests come by. One of them, sure our very favorite. Not, I don't mean that because we have a lot of very favorites, but one of our very favorites.
0: <laughs> you're inserting your foot into your mouth.
1: I'm good at that. You know that. <laughs> Um, The head coach of those West Orange Stark Mustangs, Coach Cornell Thompson, a legend down there in the 409. Here is my conversation with West Orange Stark Coach Cornell Thompson here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in San Antonio at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention uh, with a guy who seems like we pull you you aside every year. It's uh, Cornell Thompson, the head coach of the West Orange Stark Mustangs. Coach, it's good to see you, even, even more so this year, you know, all things considered.
3: Yes, everything has been going on and so on and so forth, in my longevity, I'm just thrilled to be here. Well, Coach, uh, I want to ask you a little bit about your 2020 season. You know, I. God knows, you guys have
1: you guys have had strange seasons before there at West the Orange Stark. You guys are no. It, the, the next time you guys have a really normal season may be the first in your in your time there with the Mustangs. But when you take a look at what you guys were able to do in 2020, you know how do you how do you assess what you guys uh, were able to put out there?
3: Well, it, it's a commitment of our kids, our program, you know, and our coaching staff, uh, we did about all you could possibly do to uh, try to uh, to. Uh, have an off-season program, I had three weight rooms around, you know, meaning under the softball covered play area and the baseball in the weight room, so, and then we went into our season and we end up losing the first three games and we probably lost a dozen games in the last three years or so, you know, so, and we're rocking along there and trying to be as protective as we possibly can and we get to the second round and lose eight starters, eight players for the second round, so. Uh, that's how our season ended, you know. And it's and and, and I just imagine that, you know, from your
1: perspective, I, it, is it fair to say that there are some what ifs? Because it seemed like you, you had some you had some things cooking there, you know, as you guys were hitting the hitting your stride there, and then obviously, uh, the, you know, the the pandemic hits in the wrong way.
3: Well, at that time we were starting to play pretty good. we were starting to. Uh I don't know if you ever peak, you know, yeah. I know you don't in those type of seasons, but we were playing as good as we could play at that particular time. And then, uh, like I say, we had some uh, eight kids exposed, so to speak, in our households, and all of them uh, were negative, didn't come down with anything. So they asked me what we were going to do, and I said, what do you mean, what are going to do? We're going to go play. I'm not going to surrender before the game starts, you know. So, we went out there and played as good as we could play,
1: um, you know one thing whenever whenever we talk you 're always very quick to bring up your staff um, and 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 you know coaches coaches will tell you that, that they 're only as good as their staff, but that seems like especially true with you. It seems like you are of the things that you 're very good at, one of them is hiring people seems like you 're good at surrounding yourself uh, with with talented coaches is there Is there a secret is there a trick to uh, to, to putting together a, a, a good staff or is it just a matter of uh, of, of getting lucky and finding the right guys?
3: Well, I've always had, I don't hire relatives and uh, friends. <laughs> so <laughs> that so it's, it's getting the right guy. And then I've got four or five of us that's been together for uh, a long time. You know, I've been there. Uh, my secondary coaches did a student teaching under me in the nineties and, uh, and my offensive coordinator been there we've been together since the 90s so the longevity of the staff i think is a big thing it's really a big thing when you take a look at your 2021
1: uh team um, this is uh, I'm, I'm interested if you know maybe how this team may be different i think people maybe look at west orange Stark, especially under your squad your team and think it's kind of different flavors of the same kind of team every year which i think is a
3: credit to your consistency do you have any sort of feel quite yet for what may set this 2021 team apart? Well, I'm thinking through the off-season program and our work, I'm thinking we're going to be pretty fair at running the football. we got people back in our, in our offensive line. We've got uh, a couple of them in three-year starters, a couple more them over two-year starters. So that's a big deal for us. Uh, uh, and I always look at offensive line and secondary. we got one back in the secondary this next year, Jaden Jones. I think he's going to be pretty good, but we've got to find three back there. But uh, – uh, you know, with our football team, I think we've got a chance because JV was undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some good players. I always rank them in prospects and suspects. So <laughs> we, we, got, we got some suspects, but I think they're, they're good kids. They're solid citizens, so I think they'll make a contribution. Is it safe to say,
1: though, that you are looking forward to a uh, much more normal uh, football season?
3: Very safe. You know, <laughs> I know that we keep hearing around our school district that the younger Under 12 age is starting to spike, you know, and all these uh, players have got little brothers and sisters and stuff. So, we're going to continue with our uh, COVID guidelines and stuff, you know, with the temperature checks, masks, so on and so forth. You know, and I talk to them every day about the safety and Mm -hmm. stay away from the parties on the weekend, which that probably goes over a bunch of them's heads, you know, but. Uh, stay away from the large crowds and stuff, and let's don't get caught in a trap like we did in 2020. Well, Coach, we're really excited to see your Mustangs, as always, and we appreciate your time. I'm ready to go. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Okay. Hey,
1: thanks for watching this clip here on YouTube. If you like this kind of stuff and you want more of it, make sure you subscribe to Thompson our YouTube
0: channel. Uh,
1: there he is, Cornell Thompson, uh, one of the OGs down the 409, uh, the head coach of those West Orange Stark Mustangs. Always enjoy catching up with Coach Thompson. It's a man who shoots you straight
0: great storyteller
1: great storyteller that's a that's a that's a man you want to saddle up to a, to a, a local establishment and enjoy a beverage yes with and, just, and just let, and him, just let listen. him talk
0: like you exactly don't want to right. say anything you just want right. to listen so there
1: he is cornell thompson head coach of those west orange dark mustangs we're texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com pickle one last thing to do today, pickle, and hot that seat. is that is um, something we've turned into a bit of a tradition. Yeah, a thing we do every so often, and that is when team when when interns finish their internships here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we put them in the hot seat to sing our can, praises and we conduct an intern exit interview. And we are joined by a pair of our interns. Think we do we have four? 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 I get them all confused. Um. Uh, we're joined by uh, Christian Brook and Brett Ash. Hi, Christian. Hello. And hi, Brett. Hi. That was for the sake of identifying. <laughs>
0: <performance>. <laughs> which is which.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Christian, I'll start with you. Uh, tell me where you go to school. What did you, you study? And uh, I don't know. What's your deal?
4: I went to Abilene Christian University. Okay, I, the Wildcats. Yes, sir. I studied communications with a minor in business, and mm-hmm. I graduated last May. Well, congratulations. What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm looking into all kinds of jobs in marketing, Mm -hmm. as well as maybe something in media, Mm -hmm. but I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a lot of opportunity.
1: Because you were working a lot with our operations folks and doing a lot of the marketing side of mm-hmm. stuff. So so we interacted, but it was not necessarily – you weren't necessarily writing things for the site or anything like that. You were working for Chandra and Kendall and, and the important people. The, the smart office, people stuff. The smart people in the office. That's fair to say? I, I believe so, yes, okay. Not
0: like us journalist jabronis right. over here. That's a great point. Which, welcome in, Brett. <laughs> and here's Brett,
1: <laughs> journalist jabroni, an aspiring yeah. journalist jabroni. Um, Brett, why don't you tell everybody your deal?
5: Uh, So I go to Bethel College, which is in Newton, Kansas. Uh, If nobody's heard of that, I completely understand. Where's um, Newton? Newton is 30 minutes north of Wichita. So it's about five and a half, six hours straight up there. He's selling himself short
0: here, too. He's the quarterback around those parts.
5: The the quarterback
1: of those mighty Bethel Bethel Braves. Mm -mm. (gasps) Bethel Eagles.
5: I wish I could tell you you were close. Bethel Wildcats,
0: <laughs> dude, you must be really far off.
5: The Bethel Threshers, never gonna get, you're Whoa,
0: gonna get me. Whoa! No. What never is gonna, a thresher?
5: A thresher is a a threshing stone. Is basically what our logo is, and it's mm-hmm. a a big farm tool that pulls wheat, mm-hmm. like splits wheat apart. Okay, like, wheat. It, wheat, extremely intimidating.
1: Got it. And you were you you played wheaters. your now now, uh, Christian? Where'd you go to high school?
4: I went to June Shelton, Dallas. Oh,
1: Shelton. Uh, Dallas Shelton, yes, fantastic! Sir. Yes, uh, Chargers. Yes, sir.
4: Woo! Okay, we Let's got go!
0: that. Go! Wheat. Wheat.
1: And I was never gonna get threshers. And you went to Carrollton Creek. Carrollton Creekview, those mighty Mustangs, right? That's right. Um, okay, so I'll start with you, Christian, on, on your exit interview. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you? What was your favorite thing about the internship here, at Dave Campbell's Texas Football?
4: I would say just getting some experience. I've done a lot of work at Abilene Christian, but Mm -hmm. just getting some outward experience and, like, you know, a new industry as well as just the fact that, like, there's a term at Abilene Christian called the Christian bubble, Mm -hmm. which is very big. It's very different compared to, like, Dallas. It's not really... Sure. Yeah, it's not really bad or horrible. It's just, like, it was nice to come out here and just, like, see people that, like, you know, aren't... In the, in the in the I, bubble. I don't, don't want to yeah. say like the real world,
1: no, but exa- like yeah, like outs like yeah. outside of the exactly. of the comfortable you were outside your comfort zone. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's for I, sure. I, I can feel that. Brett, what was your favorite thing you did here? Well, well other,
5: um, other than almost getting us killed. Um, that's not for air. I don't, you know, <laughs> that's not important.
0: Yes, sir. That's not important.
1: That's a story that's a story we'll, we may tell one day, but not yeah, today.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think just getting to experience working with editors such as yourself. And, you know, because that's not something that I've done before. You know, this is my first internship. And, and getting that, you know, kind of like what Christian said, that real world experience of, you know, dave campbell's magazine something that i've read for you know since i've bought the issue every year since 2016 you know playing texas high school football and now being on the other side of it getting to see that is i mean it's really like a dream come true because i've loved the magazine so much and you know, I've followed you and, and Matt Steph on Twitter for so long. And so getting to meet you guys in person's really been cool.
0: And then he saw how the magazine was made and was like, I hate this He's like, thing. I don't want to
5: do
1: this. I yeah, hate because this I will book. say that, you know, <laughs> one thing I, I have to give, and you know, especially our our inter our summer interns, uh, they come in and, and you guys will remember the first conversation I had with you guys was like, this is going to be basically two internships. There's going to be like the first three weeks, mm-hmm. which is. We're putting the magazine together. I need you to do all these little things and <laughs> like name check things and things like that. And then there's kind of like after the magazine where you know we get to do, what are you interested in? How can we, how can we get things like that and mm-hmm. stuff like that? So that's good, okay. Uh, so, so Christian, uh, w- w- let's, let's, let's sell yourself to, to potential employers here. Uh, um, uh, uh, what, what kind of job would you be, I know you just graduated. What kind of job are you looking for besides one that pays?
4: Um, I've been told most of my life, that I'm very creative. I have a mm-hmm. very big marketing mind. I,
2: agree that. I
4: just got done, um, doing merchandising for my fraternity. So mm-hmm. a lot of graphic design and all kinds of stuff like that. My big thing is as long as I get to help people and make decent money, I'm,
1: I'm. I'm <laughs> Listen, decent. that's a, that's a good way to go. About that's good.
0: Life. That's a, that's a good way to sell yourself to an employer. <laughs> um,
1: okay. And, and, uh, I do want to ask you one more thing, which is. How are we feeling about those Wildcats this year? How are we feeling about Abilene Christian? You are live on the air to the world. I
4: appreciate that reminder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get. I hope we get a break-even score.
1: Like, okay. Like go, go about five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Who you want to be? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, now Brett, you you're leaving us because you have to go back up to football camp. Mm. Um, you're the star quarterback there at Bethel. I'm, um, um, how, well, like, let's talk a little bit about NIL. What have been, what kind of offers have we had uh, for for NIL for for
5: advertising? For, if you don't say Brett?
0: a wheat sponsorship, I'm gonna be so mad.
5: Uh, well, sponsorships from Newton, Kansas, uh, none. Okay, <laughs> none <laughs> all right. Um,
0: so if you're,
1: by the way, let's just throw yeah. this out there. If you are a business looking to get the word out and you're looking for an NIL representative, are you available for, for representation? A hundred percent. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, and so, Pay this man. <laughs> and so how are we feeling about the threshers
5: this year? Uh, coming off a nine and three season, mm-hmm. uh, so or nine and two, excuse me. Uh, first round playoff, uh, lost to Lindsey Wilson, who went on to win the, mm-hmm. the national championship. So uh, competed really hard in the first half, kind of, you know, fell behind in the second half, and, but just a really strong season, uh, and so I'm just really excited about getting back and having yeah. a normal fall schedule. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's weird. You know, I really do hate those Lindsey Wilson Blue Raiders. Yeah,
0: they're on our I hate them. poop list
1: just, I, now. I don't, I don't like those guys. We're rooting you know, against no, them. Nev- never liked those guys. Uh, okay, finally, and now your internship has come a close. F- two questions. The first question is, would you recommend to a friend an internship at Dave Campbell's Texas Football? Christian, I'll start with you.
4: I believe it benefited me significantly, yes sir.
1: Good answer. 100%. Okay, good. Two very good answers. Let's keep this good answer train going with the last question and the most important question, which is, who is your favorite member of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff?
4: Do we have to answer? Oh,
1: yes. Actually, this is the pass fail moment of the internship. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody here is going to take a ton of offense, especially when you don't pick pickle. So, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and go. You can, you go, can go ahead. Go first. Okay.
5: Um I think just based on the amount of time I spent with them and and you know, the experience I got working with them definitely will.
0: Oh, I knew uh, that no! was coming. Will, will. Will's everyone's favorite. Dang it! <laughs>
5: Uh, Just working with him and, and, uh, you know, collaborating on stories and, you know, always whenever I submit a story, giving me tips and Mm -hmm. and ideas to think about when moving forward with writing. That's kind of the the experience I wanted to get from this internship, and he really Stupid,
1: sexy Will Wilkerson. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Okay. And finally, Christian.
4: Can I have a tie? You can have a tie. So... Chandra and mm-hmm. Kendall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's this correct. Is a, this choice. is a very good answer, especially because but I, I think Kindle was on. She was with her baby. She was on maternity yes. leave, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was, it was just me and Chandra. Anything bad that would happen or anything I expected, even though it, she didn't know what she was like, like how to get through it. She still was like very positive and very. Oh kind. yeah, and that was one of the best things, like. I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, "Hey, I don't either. It's fine." <laughs>
1: it's
4: just like, yes. It's just- Honestly,
1: that's very on brand for Chandra. <laughs> it it, it's, it like made
4: me feel like, okay, great. So no one knows what, what's going on, but it's it's fine. We're good. We're all
1: we're all pulling the rope in the same direction. We're all working yes, hard. Okay, uh, so Pickle, I'll leave the final grades to you. How would you grade uh, Christian and Brett as their uh, in, in their internships?
0: Why do I have to give out the grades? I'm just running the computer. <laughs>
1: I mean we're waiting Christian I'm...
0: was fantastic Brett awful Okay Just terrible You yeah, know that
1: Okay <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna You know what And I'm gonna reverse it I'm gonna say That That's not true You guys were both fantastic <laughs> You guys were both fantastic We really do genuinely appreciate your work Your hard work And, uh, and being a part of the Dave Campbell's Texas mm-hmm. Football Family I mean this I don't say this to every intern Because we've We've, we've had our share of, uh, of Of interns who didn't work out Let's just say Yes But that's a good if, way to put if it. we can ever help you guys in any sort of way I think our doors are always open. Our phones are always available and stuff like that. So we appreciate your, your hard work and being a part of the Dave Campbell's Texas football team.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Thank you, guys. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. You guys can fight over that. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Cornell Thompson and West Orange Dark for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Greg... Uh, for Ashley Pickle,
5: I'm Greg Tepper. <laughs>
1: You guys want to, whoever yeah. wants to say Hold it. On.
5: Vince Young, come get your player of the year trophy. Let's go. Before I take it.
1: Oh He's Taking it back to Fightin Fighting World. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on Texas Football Today. <laughs>